0: so the love of one one love of my life passes away we go into lockdown we're healing from that um you can't see your grandparents you can't see your family i just stayed in the kitchen guys i was just Pumping everything <laughs> Let's just make no,
1: Yo, Let's just make Dombolo Every day Hello Wisdom and Wellness Family This conversation has been going on for the last I think 45 minutes and I'm super super excited to have Mule Sitati Right? Did I say it right? Yes you did I've been practicing the whole time because Brynna was like why are you dragging the owls because like Mule. And Mule it's like no it's just two two M's and one owl 100% um, She calls herself a food snob she's an entrepreneur dedicated mother and wife and she believes our relationship with food is intertwined with our mental well-being and as you know she is an author now of a new cookbook Feed My Tribe Hello Welcome.
0: gorgeous <laughs> Hello
1: gorgeous You look beautiful Thank you so do you Thank you How does it feel to be now called an author
0: uh, very surreal yeah. Um I think there are moments where I have to like pinch myself So I was yeah. walking in Woolies the other day and I was just shopping and then I'm like That's me, me. <laughs>
1: Like, Wait, does it mean? Does
0: mean? <laughs> do you feel Crazy. do you like ever um
1: and because when I had a magazine cover and was all the shelves, I was just like, I don't look like what I look in the pictures so it's awkward. So on your dress down days, do you feel like people can't tell this is me? They or, definitely can't recognize
0: me. I remember at the store, I'm like, guys, hey, this is my book, they're like, ooh, hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, do say that out loud i have good days too good days congratulations <laughs> thank you yeah, yeah i wanted to talk about we have so much to talk about I, you i feel like you have such a colorful life <laughs> and you let it out in like snippets Sprints. so today i am going
0: to <laughs> yeah that's what we're doing we're digging tell me about the love of your life Coco stella oh the love of my life may as well rest in Stella is my maternal grandmother. Yeah. Um, I love old people, but she was like the one old person yeah. who uh, raised me. So yeah. my mom had me in high school, mom and dad were busy uh, in the mm-hmm. on the school grounds there. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they had me, they had to leave me with my grandmother, just yeah. carry on studying. And yeah, she basically raised me till my parents could, you know, afford getting a house and moving out um that's the love of my life i think she taught me everything about being a woman Mm. um when i think about a relationship between a child and a grandparent that's literally my reference like i want every person to experience that love that a grandparent has for a child and she gave me that
1: what is it about her or your memories of her that makes you refer to her as the love of your life
0: um so i i refer to her as the love of my life because i remember how deeply impacted i was by her death Mm. And I didn't realize then how sure. what an impact she had on my life until she died. Sure. Um. And it felt like I was like it felt like I lost a mother. Sure. Um. So, growing up, she's she was a Kosa lady. Yeah. So really Are you strict? I'm mixed here. Okay. easy Like <laughs> some. Book on a there's a lot going on. <laughs> okay. It's yeah, there. It's there. So Kosa grandmother, can you imagine that house like? Loud and funny, boisterous, it's funny, bo- boisterous, yes. it's funny yeah. you know, entertaining. But I mean, she. When I look back, I'm like that lady didn't have much. She worked at a factory at Arenda. They used to make blankets. Sure. Um, and but every day, like the meals were amazing. The warmth that she created in the house was amazing. Uh, the love that she shared with my grandfather, father, was amazing. Yeah. Um, they passed away seven months apart. Wow. Um, that's true. I always say that's like true love. You know when like the one um, partner my passes How how often do you and your husband fight? All the time Exactly (laughs) That that is a strong good marriage They fought all the time I I feel sorry for my grandfather Because he was quite reserved and quiet And my grandmother was (laughs) Ketile 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 Yeah, Yeah. um, yeah, she was the love of my life Because she'd give me lessons And like little spurs, you know And I'd literally take those away And sit back and think about them Like, what is this lady talking about? I remember once in the kitchen when I was 12 Yeah and so i was trying to learn how to cook i'm in the kitchen and she's like okay come look at this don't touch anything just look mm. and then as i started learning how to cook and i was doing it properly she's like you do know when you grow up cooking isn't gonna like define you as a woman and i was like you bo-? <laughs> took all this time to teach me how to cook now you telling me <laughs> what do you mean? this is not what i need sure. to do she's like mm, you'll learn you're like you'll understand one day but wow just because you can cook it doesn't mean that you you know you're like Pelele as a lady, but now I get it. Sure, that's incredible.
1: I think of my 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 grandmother, and one of the lessons that stuck by me is giving. She was an extremely my this is my paternal grandmother, and she was a very giving woman. Like Mm. she gave everything, and so the lessons, like you know, like like what you say, like it's so subtle, and at the time you don't get it, but now. You, you, you would have you would have seen when you came in, I was panicking, but you're not getting your coffee, right? Yes. It's like, why is it taking so long? Because that's what she taught me, that yeah. as soon as Umuntu comes into and the again, house, yes. you offer them something to drink, you 100%. offer them something to eat. Yes. Um, a guest never leaves empty-handed. <laughs> so outside that one lesson of, Being uh, a cooking is not what makes you What other lesson do you think of Now in your adult years That okay, Ukoko left me with
0: this It was exactly that So Feed My Tribe And the essence of it is my grandmother So every time we're at my grandmother's house I grew up in, I don't know if you know it It's a little township in the West Rand Mm. Um, And every single time There'd be people walking into the door And that's how you know she was like a, 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 a giver, and she was yeah, warm, yeah. you know. And she'd be like, "These people are not my friends. Why do they keep coming back? Why not be Keep coming back." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she was that. Like you'd walk into the door. What do you need? You need water. You need food. There was always food yeah, on the stove. Yeah. By the time you left, like people would sit from one o'clock until eight at night, with oh, my okay. grand, and they'd be fed, and they'd even now in her absence, yeah, they still come. They still come. But they I can Tina, and we like
1: <laughs> <"Your> <laughs> friend <is> not <laughs> don't know how to do this.
0: the whole day. They'll yeah. sit. They'll sit with my mom. They'll sit with my kids. They'll just sit with us because wow, I think she created home. such a beautiful like welcoming home yeah. um, that people felt welcomed. Yeah. You know. So that's feed my tribe and and the messaging and the essence behind it is that she used to feed a tribe.
1: Yeah. Uh, sure. Whether it
0: was people she didn't know, people she knew. Or us, sure. which is her tribe. Is your home like that? It used to be, but now we have boundaries and stuff. You, know? <laughs> yeah, really you, can't, just, you
1: can't just be like,
0: yeah. hello, I'm around yeah. the corner. Uh, but yes, when people do come over, when I do host, it's that. I yeah. um, In Sepedi, and I'm going to butcher it, but they have, um, my mother in law said, you have this thing where, uh, or something like that. But it's. But then is is yeah. there such a thing? Like, I feed people to a point where their stomachs are full, like, Uh, stomachs, souls, everything is fed. Sure. Uh, And she's like, in in Sibedi culture and in our yeah. that's what we do. You know, as soon as they walk into a house, you fill their soul, you fill fill their stomachs. And she was like, You give me that sort of vibe. So, yeah. Sure.
1: I love that. (laughs) Now, I want to talk about one of the common conversations and questions we like to 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 tackle is the the, the question or the conversation of purpose okay um when you were learning how to cook and you were making these meals i know you used to run home and um watch jamie oliver and make your your bland tuna sandwiches did you was there ever a point where it felt like oh this is my purpose or you were just
0: it just felt like this is what i enjoy doing Never. So back, back when I was younger, I'd never felt like my purpose, especially food. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> but now, you know, in hindsight, that was the seed that i planted. So, yeah. um, I always thought I'd be a businesswoman, running a, a successful company. So, in watching all the TV shows that I was watching around cooking, I was like, I'm gonna be a businesswoman. Yeah. I'm not gonna get married to anyone. Yeah, I'm I'll gonna just... be, you know, a millionaire at thirty and yes, all of girl. these things. Yes, relatable, <laughs> relatable. <laughs> Ooh, and then life happened. But <laughs> I literally had those big bold dreams and yeah. I didn't understand that I was literally planting a seed. Every single day coming back from school, I was planting a seed and they harvested like all the time. Sure. Um so yeah, it it, it wasn't around food. Yeah, actually.
1: Yeah. yeah. I wanna talk about fruitale juice. Um tell me about starting that company and as you mentioned like you always thought you're going to be a businesswoman. how did you how did you get into that business how was it running it and then letting go of it
0: okay so in terms of businesses that i've started so the first one um first business i ever had I was 19 sure um so i didn't live with my parents yeah from 16 you were with your grand? no i was alone like, I will get alone. In, were you done with school? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I lived alone. My parents got divorced, and in their mess, yeah, they you know they got separated, separated yeah. and let me be. And I was like my dad would leave me alone at the house because I think he was suffering through his own things, yeah. didn't know how to deal with the trauma of the divorce, yeah. and his father passing <clears> away. <throat> my mom had to work in a different um province. Yeah. She was in Limpopo. Yeah. I was here in Joburg alone. So I'd wake up every day by myself, get myself ready for school, go to school, call my mom. Are you in the bus? I'm in the bus. Are you at school now? I'm at school. Did you pack your lunch? I packed my lunch. So at 16, you had found your landed came across the independence yeah, yeah. 16 I, I came across my independence and then 19 when um i was done with high school so i started taking on at least you passed thanks yeah <laughs> you passed no 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 i did i yeah. did very well i was you very well. disciplined in amazing in, in coming home doing stuff by myself yeah um because i was like there's no way this would be my future like sure. i'm not gonna this is not where it ends this is actually the beginning so sure. um so at 19 um I started a promotions company And the reason for that was I took on jobs when I was 18 Yeah So I took on promo jobs To make extra money Then yeah. I was like No, I'm not a promo girl Yeah I want to run <laughs> I want to be the one Who gets the girls I want to be the one Who gets the girls Yeah You know, I want to be the one Telling the guys That these are the girls I'm getting you This is how it's going to run Yeah um, And I did that I registered my business And um, started working With companies Honda uh, BAT um, And gave them promo girls and How did you get How did you land Your first client? <clears throat> so my first client My cousin used to work at Honda Ah. That was my first connection And I said, listen, I'm going to start a company And you're going to use my girls And he was like, okay, send me a business proposal And I thought, business proposal, what? (laughs) And I sat there and googled business proposal Sent it through to him Got girls. And the girls that I got were my high school... You must be really brilliant. Yeah, my high school friends uh, got those and then friends of friends. And and I built like a a portfolio of of really good people. And then from Honda, I then moved on to connections that I'd gained from going out. So I'd work at parties as a promo girl. And then I started telling them that no i don't work as a promo girl anymore you're gonna hire my ladies now they'll stand at the door they'll manage the stuff i'll be there to man them and that's how it flowed organically and then i got connections from there so people would be there and say where are you from who are you Uh, working for connect us and this is at 19 this is at 19 so Mm -hmm. i needed to make extra money yeah because i realized okay my mom's a single woman now Mm -hmm. single mom um um, and she can't give me all the money that I want yeah. as a 19-year-old. So that's the extra income that I started getting in. Sure. And then? And then, um, Fruital. Yeah. Fruital happened um, three three years before COVID. Mm. And how it came about was I was in PR, public relations.
1: Yeah. This is based on <clears throat> coming from This is based, based being on have... what I
0: studied. So I studied PR yeah. and communications uh, while running the promo company. Yeah. And then... My first job was at an agency. Second job was also at an agency. And then I decided, like, I've always had an innate feeling that working for someone is not for me. It's not
1: for you, yeah.
0: Like... Every single time I try and force it, people would tell me and say, No, you need experience before you go into business. Yeah. (laughs) Now, in hindsight, I'm like, No, you know, people will always try and force you to do things that where you can like feel it in your gut that it's not for me. So I always follow my gut feeling. Shame with my poor husband has to go through (laughs) all of these changes. But it works out in the end. It works out in the end. Gut never lies. Yeah. Gut never lies. The body never lies. Yeah. I left my PR job And I was like, look, I absolutely love this job But I, I like, cannot sit here anymore This feeling is like crippling me mm. So I went um, And just started the PR company again And then I saw This juice business that was for sale Juice business for sale And my husband and I sat down And we're like, okay, I've got time uh, Since I'm starting the PR business Let's see what we can do with this company yeah. And then bought into Fruitel And yeah it became my second born before sure. my second born yeah, yeah yeah and what was what
1: made you want to buy into that business was it your interest again in i guess connecting the dots of
0: yeah. food and yeah which was strange right at yeah. the time i didn't connect the dots of it being food yeah yeah so it was just oh this is a business i'm really good with running businesses let's Let's see what i can do with this right yeah black woman let's see what we can turn the business into and i got in in there with that mindset i was like okay Um, it's got really good potential. Yeah. Uh, we've got really good connections in in the food industry. Let's see how we can turn this thing around. I had a marketing and PR background at base. Yeah. He was coming in on the finance side. So I was like, okay, we can bring our heads together and see what we could do. So, um, I literally from the, like hit the ground running from the time we bought the business. It was just like, (laughs) your baby come, let's cuddle you. Yeah. A literal baby. Like from day one, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And what did the business, what lesson, what did the business teach you? And I know you don't always get the bus- the lesson um, while losing the business. I can relate in that um, after COVID for me, I had to let go of my first business. Yes. And it was, it was hard. It's it was hard. Especially because you fight to stay on during COVID. And then afterwards you're just like, is it worth it? And mm-hmm. then like two, three years later, you're like, okay, God, I see you. Yes.
0: Um. What was the lesson in, in, in that business for you? So with Fruitel, running a juice business, so we made fresh fruit juice. So that meant every single day there was there were people that needed to manage the whole process. Um, one, it taught me a lot of discipline. So I had yeah. to be there every single day. Yeah, like you know when they talk about running a Portuguese shop. Yeah, you, know? you just like go vula go <laughs> yeah. because you have to see, you have to be accountable for the yeah. stuff. Count there. every apple. Yeah, it's, it's food that you're working with, and unfortunately, in the food industry. We dealing with something that can be taken, yeah. so you have to be accountable for the stock. You have to be accountable for the people that are there. So you're managing people. Yeah, fun times. Hey, uh, Andy. <laughs> yeah, managing people is a lot. So it taught me a lot about discipline and being yeah. there in your business. Uh, another lesson that it taught me is that you cannot do everything. Yes. Oh, yeah. So fruitful i did everything Ah, i was the pr uh, i was the ceo i was the finance yeah i was the accountant i do you understand i I get it that's how we run our businesses if i could drive the van i (laughs) would have driven the van too i would have driven the van and that lesson came very quickly where i was like i'm overwhelmed um i need help but even now i'm like in hindsight running a new business I cannot do everything. I'm yeah. bringing in my strengths and my skill sets. Yeah. And then wherever else I need to plug in, I need to do that. Yeah. Uh, so with Fruta, I tried doing everything by myself. Um, and it taught me that you actually can't, especially when you want to run a successful business. Yeah. If you do know something, great. You can plug it in at the beginning. Yeah. But once a business grows, you do need people along yeah. the way. Um, so discipline, needing, not being not able to do everything, everything at yeah. once. Yeah. Um, and it just taught me that... Um, I had a lot of potential in myself. So, mm. I mean, I took that business from nothing. Um, it, it I think it was in a hundred and 120 stores by the time it had closed down, it was in 200, um, retailers. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was in 200 stores and it had so much potential. Shame. Yeah. It was just that with COVID. Um, but yeah, it was, it took out a lot of me. I was. In business proposals, business meetings while I was pregnant. Sure. Um, I got an SAB um, funding while I was pregnant. Sure. I remember standing there with this big belly sure. talking about my business. Sure. Uh, asking for funding. So, yeah, it, it it showed me that I have a lot of potential in me. And uh, being a woman is absolutely amazing. Amazing. Like, yeah, the things that you're able to do, being pregnant, running a household. Thriving. And you're still thriving. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: I actually, I think um, listening to your story and about the not doing everything yourself. I think it's just, I, and I was at a, um, uh, a speaking and I was emptying an event and Vusitemegoy was speaking. And basically he touched on something that I never really understood that us as, when we grew up, the family businesses, the way we looked at it, it was this business pays the school fees. Mm. And so the way in which it's run, it's not run to expand. It's yes. not run to 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 employ more. It's run to... Let's keep it safe so Mm. that we get X amount every single month. And so we take that and we're no longer, like our fight is no longer survival. Our fight right now is growth and generational. But now we still have that mindset of, I have to do everything myself because if I go and hire, it's a risk. What if they leave or what if I lose money? But we actually have to shift from that mindset of, hey, we're no longer fighting for survival here. We are actually fighting for that generational. But that's with everything. So like you take it with business,
0: but then you apply it to like everything family your family life your marriage dynamic
1: yeah
0: um i always say like it's a blessing to be able to have like a network or a group of people who can share business ideas ideas, yeah you need that yeah you need that because (laughs) we might think oh we've got a lot of knowledge between us we actually don't no we don't in order to know how to run a business that will give you generational wealth would run into hundreds of years. You need people who've done it before yeah, who, who can give you that road. information and knowledge. Yeah. Uh, I always say, unfortunately, as black, black people, we're like a hundred steps back. But the only way to move forward is to work together. With the network. Yeah, And, we, network. Don't, and yeah. we don't.
1: I, I actually, every time I'm in a conversation where I just like I was, and I, I mentioned this a lot, when my wealth manager was take, telling me something. And for him, it was such common sense. But for me, it was just like, well, I've never heard of this. I've anyone, never heard of I've this. No heard one told me this. Yeah. 100%. And it's such a simple thing that will save my business. Yes. So and it wasn't a it wasn't passing. Yes. It was in
0: passing. So if you think about what I told you in the beginning, I grew up sixteen, yeah. I was by myself. Yeah. My mom didn't sit me down and say, Sissy, there's something called a budget. I'm going. Sure. Now I'm gonna leave you alone every month this is how much i'm going to give sure. you you need to buy groceries yeah amount. i was wasting money like i'd call my mom every day i need food i need this you know and, and it's like now it's yeah it, it messed me up in my adult life because i sure. didn't have a sense of budget she sure. didn't sit me down and sure. say this is how you do it this you is how you plan you, you don't spend everything i send yeah. you do you understand yeah even with simple life lessons um it's unfortunate because i think for parents it was quite scary Like yeah. it wasn't something that was innately you know like a thing that they were exposed to so for them to sit us down and say Okay, this is how this thing is done Mm. This is how you sit down and plan your life Mm. This is how, you know, if you want to get married This is what's going to happen Mm. Difficult conversations aren't easy It's it's like
1: you get in and you're just like Whoa, what is And you feel like, am I failing But if we just have conversations Around everything, Mm. you feel less like a fraud
0: 100%
1: postpartum depression um mm. tell me how that that was for you and it's important we touch on because it it's the reason i started wisdom and wellness i was struggling a lot with postpartum depression but i was shocked to hear that in your first session you were prescribed
0: antidepressants yeah <laughs> how does that work so motel first pregnancy yeah okay really very well i was young i was very i was oh, 20 first pregnancy showed me fun <laughs> yeah i was 24 yeah. well it showed me flames and yeah. like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so what I always like talking about. So I had my son, he's turning eight this year, so yeah. eight years ago. Um, <clears throat> I was quite young. Yeah. Just left school working. Um, I think it was my yeah, it was my first job and I remember that job. Oh, that job was horrible. Yeah. Um, and then I found out I was pregnant. That whole pregnancy was I think I definitely had depression around that time. Yeah. I just couldn't identify and yeah. couldn't, you know, give it a name. Yeah. Um, I cried most of the time sure. I remember being on the kitchen floor Literally in tears Sure, In tears Because I'm like I'm alone What am I doing Why am I Like what's happening mm. um, So Moteo was The pregnancy was difficult But after was was okay Yeah And then I had my second pregnancy Second pregnancy The pregnancy itself was fine But I could already feel that something was going to go away after yeah so i had maruo just as i bought fruit house i think a year in (laughs) so now everything
1: is now you've got three babies
0: baby number one fine baby number two comes along which is the juice company and i'm like okay this is a lot and then i find out i'm pregnant okay running a business is really difficult like i don't want to sugarcoat it for anyone i don't want it to look glamorous it's not there are days where you'll sit and you'll be like how am i going to pay salaries yeah what's going on yeah um and literally futile was that yeah i have so much love and i had so much passion in that business but there were days where i literally questioned myself and i said why am i doing this yeah like (laughs) what am i doing like it's it's not glamorous you know um I'd have anxiety attacks. I never suffered from anxiety. This is with baby. With pregnant. Sure. So I remember we were on holiday. My husband had to go study overseas and then we'd, we decided to turn it into a baby boom. We're in Finland. I literally sat and I said, what is this feeling that I have that's literally blocking like my, my chest, chest and I can yeah. feel it on my stomach too. And he's yeah. like, it sounds like anxiety. And I'm like, I'm sure. literally having like an anxiety attack. Sure. Because I'm thinking about the business I'm thinking about the baby But the pregnancy made it worse, right? Because your emotions and your hormones are heightened Um, And then Maruo came And it was literally like Okay, everything came piling down Um, It was Stress from the business Mm. It was stress from a marriage Mm. You are newly married (laughs) Yeah New babies, so yeah. you have a firstborn, you have a new business, you have a fairly new marriage, yeah, and then you bring a sick, another, another baby into the mix. It's a lot of pressure, mess. yeah, it's a lot of work, yeah. Um, and what I realized is we're all just going through our own things. My yeah. husband was going through his own personal yeah. things, I was going through my own personal yeah. things, and bringing that together in one household mess. amazing.
1: I mean, I was it, it I read a quote about. <laughs> When, when you have a child, you're literally reborn. Yeah. And, and that's true. And you don't really know that until you have like a second or third and you're like, oh, no, don't worry. We're going through a phase of change. Yeah. But we don't understand what happens with our partners as well, yes. the fears. Because I've just looked around the people I know who've had babies and how... Even the men How they've switched up yes. It's like something is happening to them too But we're not looking at that So we're just looking at the woman Yeah, yeah And then bringing the woman in the marriage And then you feel then like you he, feel he's like, not serious. Yeah, he's... but he has his own thing And we don't identify that And yes. then the marriage is just like Okay, <laughs> let's see who's the It's a beautiful who's mess <laughs> Who's the, the strongest survivor Who's <laughs> the strongest survivor um, And then how did your How did fitness get into And you speak a lot about fitness And you share And I know it's like such a big thing for you mm-hmm. When did that was it a, a result of stress the kids trying yeah. to lose baby weight or it's just something that's always been part of your life
0: no fitness uh started so if i think about started seven to eight years ago oh. just after so i had after, t- had after i had hotel. the baby we yeah. had to get prepared for the wedding yeah great oh, okay but that's where i met my my fitness love which yeah. is maps yeah uh so my pule and I met just after... You're so lucky. I wanted her as a trainer, <laughs> but she's so busy. We met just after that. Yeah. lost the baby... Motel was baby weight. But when... I think it's not about the fitness per se. And when I got into fitness... Yeah. It's about how my mindset then changed. Okay,
1: cool. So I so had, yeah. had um Yeah.
0: Had identified the postpartum depression. So we are talking about yes. how they prescribed me with pills. So I went to a therapy session... Uh, it's really difficult looking for a therapist. Yeah. You have to get, you know, it's like being it's in a, a romantic date. relationship, yeah, it's a right? Date. It's a date. Yeah. You have to see if you guys get out. along. So yeah. I get to this therapist. I think, oh, we're jelling. We're doing really well. And then she's like, please go to a psychiatrist. I think, you know, you might need this. I went. And the first appointment, she's like, I'm putting you on antidepressants. I was like, what? Sure. Antidepressants? Sure. I didn't know I was there. Yeah. Um, And then she put me on antidepressants and I was like, I'm three months into it. I took it. Mm, I took it mm. with an open heart. And then three months into it, I was like, this is not me. Mm, I could feel it. So mm. one thing about me is my body speaks and I listen to it. I don't ignore my body. Um, And I could feel like this is not me. Yes, I'm struggling at the moment, Mm. but it's not me. Mm. Um, So I stopped taking the antidepressants and then I started going to gym more actively. Mm. Um, So I had my ruo. And then even during my pregnancy, I was active in the gym. I mean, the day before I gave birth. There's a a (laughs) video of (laughs) you. The day before I gave birth, actually, I was actually doing inversions in yoga. Girl. Yes. And then you just, you could see his body move. Oh my gosh. And his head turning. That same night I went into labor. Well, of course, but I'm sure your, your labors were were pretty beautiful, right? Oh, that one was beautiful. I can imagine. Yeah. That one was beautiful. And then my fitness and health journey started from there. I was like, okay, if I'm not, I'd started doing my research and, you know, just ways of curbing depression, yeah. um, eating, eating well, well, um, yeah. antidepressants. And I was like, okay, that that's ruled out for mm-hmm. me now I've done it. I've tried it. Let me see what else I can do. Fitness. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready into fitness. Mm. How can I improve on this thing? And meditation. So I started taking on fitness and meditation uh, quite frequently. Yeah. Um, So I'd spend a lot of time in the gym. Being a creator and being a business person, at least you've got the time and freedom to. Yeah, yeah, you can work around the times of day. So I spent a lot of time at the gym whenever I felt sad ill whatever it was i'd go there sure. and that would be my solace and therapy how so do just,
1: you overcome that feeling of like now it's winter and <clears> if i feel sad like it's easier to take a packet of chips than to go to gym so how did you get your body to to understand that when we are sad, this is the this is the route we're taking this is the
0: discipline um pleasure feels good in the moment so right now yeah. if i have this cup of coffee it's going to feel amazing yeah but later. Later, You'll I'm, pay I'm gonna pay for it. I'm yeah. either gonna have heart palpitations or anxiety. Mm. Something that's good for you mm. does not feel good in the moment. So I know when I wake up and I say, oh, Jim, it does not feel good in the moment. But yeah. once I'm done and the endorphins kick <laughs> in and I'm like girl, the other day I was like walking amazing. out of gym and I'm
1: like having a gratitude. I'm just like, where does this
0: feeling come from? It's, yeah, that. it's, it's yeah. that, it's that, it's that. I was listening to something I was saying. If something is good for you, it won't feel good in the moment. If it's bad for you, instant It'll gratification. Feel it feels amazing. A sure. burger right now would, would be slap, would slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you offer me a salad, I'd be like, uh, Amanda, I don't know. I don't, yeah. yeah. What's going to be in this? You know, yeah, you question yeah. a, lot, a lot of things around it. Like gym. Hmm, what time do I have to wake up? Is it going to be a morning session? Mm. What am I going to do? You question it. But if I had to say, here's a burger. Let's go. Let's go eat. Let's go drink. Yeah. You'd say yes. Yeah. Pleasure feels good. Whatever sure. is actually good for you doesn't feel good in the moment, but in the long term, it does. So my mindset was that. And I, I'd, I'd, Maps and I would speak about it a lot. Okay, what are we doing? Let's go to the gym. We'll eat after the gym, so we'll get our pleasure after, yeah. and that's what we do. So sure. we'd hang around a lot, and I'd be like, okay... I want a burger today. Let me go workout, and then I'll and then we'll after. see how
1: I feel afterwards. No, yeah. I'll have it
0: after as like a, a, a treat. A treat, okay. You know, and that's how I started getting into fitness. Wow. Um, and then from there, I started fixing the food element of it. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gymming while well, I'm doing well. Um, and Were you it... seeing a change in your body before fixing the food element? Uh, yeah. So okay. I saw the change with when I trained for the wedding. So oh, okay. I do that, and then we went into COVID. I think Eww. six months after Marua was. Born. yeah so already I'd given birth Postpartum went into COVID In COVID I was training I was like There's no way at home <laughs> I was training at home so I was like okay we're gonna train I'm also trying to get my kids into Fitness so yeah, Okay. my parents never It was never a thing yeah I never played sports In primary school I think sure. I played netball but Not competitively yeah i just Practice it Asia. was just practice yeah. and then In high school not at all so I'm Trying to get my kids into it so um, Got into Got into the gym I was like if if this is lockdown, we have no gyms. I am gonna do it in the house. I am gonna run around if I need to do twenty squats if I need to. I mean, I have videos where I am busy like jumping up and down in my garden, um, but it's that it's that discipline where it it wasn't about the look of my body anymore. It mm-hmm. it became about more about how it made me feel after. Yeah, uh, gym is therapy for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I stopped seeing my then therapist so it became therapy like if I didn't have a day where I worked out I could feel it like mentally I could feel that I was a bit sluggish I didn't feel well so it became a lifestyle and not about the look And not a goal yeah and that's not a goal it's not a goal got you um and it's something that we speak about all the time with my friend it's the issue with people is that you're chasing a goal and you're chasing a body. Everyone always comes to the gym and says, This is you what I look want to like. Look like. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, you can look like that. Yeah, but then yeah. after. Yeah,
1: that's what um uh, Maps actually yeah. said when she was here. She was like, the goal is actually like
0: the cherry on the, the top. The goal is the cherry on top. Yeah. So at church had this, body oh, yeah. this um girl had this beautiful thing. She was like, You have a cake, you've got icing, right? So the cake um, obviously, the icing is the beautiful stuff that you see on top. So the cake is you. Mm, it's you mm, being disciplined. Sure. What are you putting into your body? When are you going to the gym? How consistent are you? Because that's a big thing consistency. How dedicated are you? Mm. The icing is then what your body yeah, looks just, like with yeah. all that consistency, with all the work you put in into the cake. Sure. But the icing is what, you know, it's just the it's cherry, just on, the cherry top. on top. What's yeah. important is what's, what's in the in cake. The cake. Cause that's sure. what tastes delicious. If that sure. thing doesn't taste good,
1: the icing doesn't the even icing matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We can way. cover
0: it as much as you want, but if you if you aren't consistent with these things, so I I did that. I was I mean I've tried everything. I was like, okay, I'll go to gym, but I'll still eat bad the cake yeah. <laughs> you know i'd come back and yeah. i'd be like ah, why do i still have a stomach ah. yeah yeah right yeah, but yeah. then when i started seeing it as more of a lifestyle and therapy and i was like i'm going to be consistent because this is my therapy i'm seeing my therapist every day my yeah. therapist is exercising and feeling good
1: sure with mm. me when it comes so i i love fitness as well like i really really love it um and i've always i played sport and everything and then in the past two years, I was struggling with the food thing. Yes. So, And the reason I was struggling with the food thing, I think, is ex- being extreme. So I'm an extremist by nature. Are you? So in everything I do, I will go like too much. So even with the okay. food thing, I didn't understand the balanced eating. So yes. I'd go on extreme diets, um, lose the weight, and then... Once I go on holiday for three weeks, I come back and yes. I'm a balloon. And, <laughs> and you um, feel horrible. And you feel so horrible. Oh. And you feel like you've wasted your whole, like I have the all or nothing mindset. So yes. it's like, okay, then I see again I the see whole again thing, again. you know. Okay. Um, but like like you said, for me, fitness, going to the gym is therapy. So yeah. that has always been uh, continued. And then this year, um, I actually went to see an incredible dietitian. Mm-hmm. And in our consultation, it was so amazing for me that she didn't eliminate anything from my, yes. my from my eating. Yes. And so I'm yes. like, to, "Okay, are you going to tell me which calorie, how much calories I'm counting? What are we cutting out?" And she's like, "No, um, food is good for you." Yes. And it sounds so simple. Food is not your enemy. Food though. is not your enemy. No. Food is good for you. And now I'm like, my relationship with yes. food. I even texted her the other day, and I'm like, "It's ice cream Friday." I had ice cream and it—it's never tasted this good because 100%. I'm not thinking of oh, tomorrow. I have to go work out this ice cream or oh, on Monday I'll get no. I just
0: had my ice cream yes. and my eating is balanced. So that's me. I believe in a balanced life. Yeah, not balanced just life. lifestyle. Yes. A balanced, balanced life. life. So, I mean, you were making a joke saying I—I I show snippets of myself. Yeah. One day I'll give you prayers and like <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. That I, the next day next I'm day dancing. Next day you're giving us me. I'm at conca. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Balance, right? Yeah. Because I don't. like. I'm. My identity is not wrapped into one little box. Sure, I love um, that. And eating is like that for me. Mm. When, whenever someone's like, "Okay, let's go out for whatever," I'm like, "Let's go. Let's, let's go. Eat let's it. go enjoy." If my kids want McDonald's, let's, let's eat, eat it. it. Yeah. You know, let's do what we need to do. Because the moment you start identifying food as an enemy, even when they teach you about feeding kids when Mm. they're small, Mm. they say put everything on the plate. Mm. Let them decide what's good for them and what's not. Sure. Right? Yeah, It's balanced. If they want sweets, put the sweet on the plate, the one sweet. Put the carrots, put the broccoli, meat, whatever it is. Balance. They'll eat, they'll choose, pick and eat and choose what they want. Because the moment you start associating, Mm. if you don't have this. You won't get this. You won't get this. Yeah. You start doing that in life The relationship. Yeah. Yes then our relationship with food starts getting a bit colluded, right? Yeah. If I don't go to, I don't know, if I don't, um Eat carbs for thirty days, then you know I can reward myself at the end or whatever. It is. <laughs> then the reward is for, for reward ninety is, days. The reward
1: never stops. So the right? just like just the reward get, will start one day. And yeah, then it just it's never like you stops. just keep rewarding. Yeah, but
0: it's a cycle. Even mentally, you start doing that with work. Like sure. you don't have a balanced sure. work life because you're like, if I don't work for seventy hours this week, sure, I can't have a good weekend. Yeah. No, yeah. it's no, not how it is. Yes. Yeah. I'm mean, I'm
1: so glad you're touching on this because it's literally a stage I'm in where I am <clears throat> literally having to unlearn the all or nothing. Yes. Even with my work, it's like the other day it was like 10 a.m. on Thursday, and I was sitting on my balcony. I was like, I have a balcony that I never enjoy because I'm always working. Mm-hmm. And today's a Thursday and it's 10 a.m. and I'm enjoying my balcony. Yes. And and there's no end goal to it. That's there's just
0: it. Else to it. That's just yeah. it. There's no end it's goal. It's just to the, it. the, the gratitude behind it. The yeah. gratitude
1: behind it. Um, so you shared a story with Oluetu about um, I think it was three months before lockdown with your son, mm-hmm. right? And you were in the kitchen and you were trying to get his bottle, and he he fell, mm. um, and it was bigger than you thought it was right mm. so i can imagine and you will elaborate in that moment um at three months not knowing whether your son will ever talk or ever walk how describe that moment in your life for me and i'm, I'm asking about it because we're going to go into
0: how the kitchen healed you mm. yeah sure you can imagine like um the moment for me was um how we describe it with my therapist: a slap from god sure yeah it was a slap from God, a slap from the universe to wake up. Sure, um, and we all have those once, yeah. once, twice. Yep. How many a times yeah. are we, we going to get it in our lives? Um, some lessons harsher than than most. Um, so before that, as I said, business was crazy. Mm. Like mm. it was so intense, trying to run a business, trying to figure out what it is that you actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a Business, business. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you like. But like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so you are in the business, um, I mean, the backstory behind it. So when we were on holiday in, 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 in Barcelona, when my husband was studying, he yeah. actually got racially uh, attacked and that's where this whole like thing just came together, got racially attacked and we're dealing with that. So we're dealing with the aftermath of that.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if anyone's ever been in a situation that intense, Yeah. but having to, support someone in that you're sure. not in it yeah you're yeah. yeah and you have to empathize and you don't get it and... yes you weren't in it yeah but you, you still have to be there and support right um there's that you have to support that I had to support the business then I had a baby and I had Ish. to support and understand that I postpartum yeah um and then just after our anniversary so it was actually the next day after our anniversary I remember the night before I was dancing in the living room with Maruo, busy dancing, like listening to music. It was just the three of us. Mm. But I had gone to my mom and it was the three of us just enjoying this alone time. Wake up the next morning and, you know, if you've heard the story, making him milk. And I put him on the kitchen counter as we normally do.
1: Mm, nothing
0: um, nothing <clears throat> strange, yeah. But it shows you I wasn't operating in my present. Sure. Um, make him a bottle, put him on the counter. He can sit now. You know, I let him play with like a piece of paper. So that paper had dropped or he was playing with it and he fell back sure. right he off this the counter off the counter so he drops but there are chairs there so i'm thinking okay maybe the chairs would have shielded him so i get to my husband and i'm like uh marul just fell and he's like did he did he head bang what happened i'm like actually i, I didn't hear a thing sure. you know because yeah. in the moment he just started crying and all i could hear was like and my sure. ears were ringing And then I could hear his cries And I'm like okay At least he's crying There's a sound coming yeah. Look for blood There was no blood And I was like okay Let's put him to sleep So you don't give a child Any medicine and stuff yeah. You try not to put him to sleep yeah. And I was like It's really early in the morning <clears throat> He must go back to sleep Goes to sleep And the moments after Were like quite, They happen so quickly mm-hmm. um, They happen so quickly And You know I just sat there going What is happening Like how is everything happening all at the same time Sure. during the festive season when there are no doctors, Sure, um, you know, seeing my mother, my so my mother-in-law's a doctor. Yeah. And luckily that day she had to babysit. Sure. And she came into the house and she was like, she had tears running down her eyes and she oh. was like, you guys need to get to the hospital now. Get to the hospital. And
1: so for you, the it was moments just after, and For me it was, Barais, he, f- he'll be he fine. fell.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, you know, when you're like trying to see what's wrong with the child, you yeah, keep crying yeah. and I'm like, okay, why are you crying? What's going on? Um, a lot of people describe when their kids fall, they're like, he fell and he cried and then, you know, he just had like a big... Yeah, like a big A thing. big gunga yeah, and aoi and, and then we moved on, but he fell and he didn't, like, so he woke up, I woke him up, I'm like, you know, he needs to wake up. So I woke him up and he just kept crying. Sure. So his eyes weren't opening. He yeah, his eyes weren't opening. Um but he kept crying. So I'm like, okay, you can respond, but why aren't, why aren't you, opening you opening your, your
1: eyes? eyes? And
0: this um, is like three months. This is at, yeah, he was three months. Three or six. No, he was three it months. Was, so he was born in July, December. Oh, five okay. Months. Five months, yeah. Um and I kept saying, Okay, something something's wrong, yeah. And she confirmed it when she came. So came, sure. rushed to the hospital and Literally, by the grace of God in the universe, we had this black uh, neurosurgeon, Dr. Jalata. Yeah. The one of the best in, the, in in South Africa. Sure. And she was like, you're so lucky. Like, uh, I wouldn't have been here. Sure. It's, Christmas is two days away. Um, We checked him in. And I, initially I thought, oh, they're going to tell me it's just a concoction. You'll be fine. But I remember the words sinking in. Like, they took him in for a scan. They had to take him in for a scan. He's crying, eh? The whole and thing. Yeah i could actually remember like he actually was getting like dying by the moment because he was getting going down at each moment that we're waiting for the doctor to come and give us results sure so they come in and they're like we did the scans your son is bleeding like in the brain so he cracked his skull when he fell um and now he's got uh, blood coming into the brain you can imagine the moment of trauma. Like you're trying to understand, what do you mean? What's, like, a, what's a subdural hematoma? What are you talking about? You know, very technical terms. Everything's happening at the same time. Mm. My mother-in-law's going frantic. I'm going frantic. I'm like, okay, what do we do? What's happening? You know, does this mean he's going to die? Um, and the moment, I think, for us, that was like heartbreaking was when the neurosurgeon came in and said, listen, I can fix it, but he might not walk Mm. talk Mm. you know not have proper mobility and because he's six months we never know you can't know until he's he's older, because he hasn't started walking walking talking at that age Mm. and we literally i was standing in the in the icu the nicu um and my husband fell to the ground i just stood there like blank and yeah it was one of the most surreal moments um if you ever go through that, and I understood in that moment, like, our kids are not ours. And yeah. we're so blessed. If you have a child that you've given birth to and is healthy yeah. and has survived, you've survived through yeah. pregnancy, yeah. we take we take it for granted. Take it all for granted. Yeah. Um, and in those moments, like, just sitting and praying, like, you had nothing else to do. You yeah, went into a coma. Can... Yeah, you had to go into surgery. The surgery <sighs> happened. It was a, a movie, actually, like to say the least. He had to go into surgery. And, yeah, the moments after that were, were pretty surreal. You just have family members coming in. And I'm like, why are you coming in? What are what sure. you here to do? Yeah. With... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. You know, very surreal. Um, every morning, so we couldn't sleep in ICU every morning. We had to wake up, go to the hospital. This
1: is your whole December?
0: This is? Now our anniversary is uh, The 21st uh, 23rd of December So from the 23rd Till Just after Christmas 26 We're literally going home And you can imagine Trying to go home And you're leaving your child In the hospital Literally
1: go home Shower Come back
0: No You have to go home Sleep Try and sleep Mm. Wake up Every time I woke up That morning I literally would wake up Go to the kitchen I just have tears Like flowing Tears flowing What are we doing Okay we're going to hospital what if we get there and he's died? Hmm. So you don't know. They don't give you an update. You have hmm. to get to hospital and find out. Yeah, it's happening. You have to get to Yo. hospital and find out. Um, and he woke up a day after Christmas. So he spent hospital in Christmas. He only woke up a day after Christmas. <clears throat> yeah, he woke up a day on Boxing Day. Uh, they'd put him uh, in um, a coma. So um, he woke up, and when he woke up, I remember. So he looked up and he looked around the room, and he said, "Mama." Oh. <laughs> And he said, mama And then they woke him up And they're like, okay, you need to feed him I'm like, what? He's got like pipes and stuff going through him So I had to feed him uh, in the ICU Sure Go through those moments And literally after that Oh, my soul. He literally It was as if he woke up and nothing, nothing had, happened. had happened Yes And nothing had happened And the next few months we spent Going to physio Going to all, through all these checkups Just to see if he's okay And everyone was like This is like a miracle Sure If you hadn't come into hospital the moment you did, yeah. Things could have have changed. What does his name mean? Maruo means wealth. Wealth. Yeah. And does he have another name? Mulebatsi. It's his grandmother's name. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sure. So now, obviously, during that time, um, you're not looking after you. No. You focused on baby and not eating. Yeah. Um, How did you ever feel guilt that you... I did this to my son and how have you
0: dealt with that? So at no point in the process did I feel guilt, mm. which is something I spoke to my therapist mm. about. Mm. Every mom, every <laughs> doctor person would come up to me and say, You didn't do this to him. Yeah. Said, you know, like yeah. they'd come and be like, You didn't and I'm like, actually okay. there's no point in which I thought I did this to him. Yeah. Um and I remember in hospital an uncle coming up and saying don't ever for a second like doubt yourself and your parenting skills or what had happened because it's like holding a glass mm. of water and it slips out.
1: Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. these things
0: happen. And like I say, I took that as a message from God. Yeah. A slap from God yeah. in the universe. Yeah. I wasn't being present. Like after he was born, it was just like going through the motions of. Yeah, it was a go, 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 all go, 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 go. Yeah. And then something happened, which. All of us in the house had to wake up from. Sure. like I'm sure your home has
1: never been the same since then. It's never
0: been the same since then. No, life is not this. Life is not, you know, it's not work. It's not not achievement. It's it's not not your achievement. It's not your marital prop. It's none of that. Sure. Here's the moment, yeah. And then the one biggest lesson that I got from it was our kids are not our kids. Mm. So I never suffered from guilt because I read, while I was in hospital, I read um, a quote by, I think his name is Khalil. And the poem is Our Kids Are Not Our Kids. Mm. They're borrowed from God. Mm. And at any time, He could take them back and say, sure. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <Well> done. <laughs> Thanks for the job done. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm taking my kid back. Sure. And our job is to try and raise them as best as we can, um, give them the purpose that God has served them for. Yeah. Yeah. But other than it's not our it's purpose not for our... them. Mm-mm. Yes. It's Mm-mm. it's not, you know, my expectations for Him. Mm-mm. It's I have God, borrowed you. What do you, you want? I have borrowed you a child. And now I'm going to take him. Sure. So when I started understanding that concept, when I saw it almost happen to me to say, hey, our, God, our our kids are not our kids. Sure. actually borrowed from God. Hmm. Uh, and we need to appreciate every little moment that we get with them. Yeah. Because it could be taken away in any second. Sure.
1: Now, um, how did the kitchen heal you?
0: Then we come back. So Maruo come back from all the tests a few months in and they say, okay, everything's cleared. He's fine. He just has to heal, you know. Then lockdown happens. Immediately, like three months after. Like lockdown happens in March. And I'm just
1: like, God, next.
0: (laughs) Like you didn't think it was a lot already? Yeah. Lockdown happens and we have no food takeaways. We have like, you can't run away now. You can't run away from any problem, whatever problems you had. You must. Look it in the eyes. It's time to face the music. We are all here in this house. Um then it's time for me to cook. So I'm like, okay, let me get back into it. So Feed My Tribe had already been there. And for me it was like a passion and creative project, yeah Outside of Fruitel. Yeah. Um, and then I sat down with my, um, therapist and I was like, okay, I'm going to start creating. I'm going to start creating just to get this thing out of me, whatever it was, you know, people are sitting there going, are you guilty? Do you feel guilty about this thing that happened? And I go, no, I actually don't feel guilt. Mm. I feel more appreciation for mm-hmm. what I have for life, Yeah, for life. you know, for my kids, you know? Um, and then I was like, let me cook, let me cook. People were talking about, oh, we don't know how to cook. We don't mm-hmm. know how to do. Uh, our marriages are going under. We just moved in. Now my boyfriend, yeah. oh, my Nama my says, us!" how? <laughs> and then I was like, let me start cooking and showing my recipes. So I got into the kitchen. I started cooking. Then I started involving the boys more. So I wanted to see and play with Maru's mobilities also mm-hmm. and just see if he was wow. present and stuff and so fine. So I involved them more in the kitchen. I'd do stuff with him. Um, I'd play with more recipes. And then the more I started playing in March, I was like, oh, this is fine. Okay. I'm getting back into the groove of things Because mm. I'd stopped cooking for a while Got back into the groove of things And by April As the lockdown was like hardening And we mm. weren't sure about what was happening I was suffering from A business loss that I could see Was yeah, about to happening. happen So I'm yeah. also healing through that No one knows so I was like Suffering from Yo, what's happening Every month You think that you can pay salaries And then and you get to like, the end of the month it's And like... No, you can't You can't even afford rent, mm. ma'am mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you forcing this? <laughs> And a juice business has a lot of running costs So I'm going through that Where I could see the trajectory of the business Um, And I'm like I'm just going to cook I can't go to work It's limited allowance for me to go into the factory Let me just cook Um, That's all I can control That is literally all I can control Hmm. And I did that it's just that. Actually, my grandfather passed away while Maru was in hospital, um, after Maru got out of hospital. So we sure. couldn't go see him. Sure. Um, so the love of... One one love of my life passes away. We go into lockdown. We're healing from that. Um, you can't see your grandparents. You can't see your family. I just stayed in the kitchen, guys. I was just pumping emotions. <laughs> <laughs> let's just make every day. let's just see yeah. what we can do and it was literally that like sure. a lot of emotions and it wasn't even a business then <clears throat> no sure i think i'd partnered with maybe woolies once or twice one yeah. or two brands yeah. like snowflake but it was more like a, this sure. is fun but I've, I've got a real baby To concentrate on yeah, You know Sure uh, yeah.
1: But everything's intentional Nothing is Nothing is Wasted um, You wrote a beautiful caption And um, you said I just I think you had just Turned 30 Which is last year né?
0: Yeah
1: Last year And you said I'm in my body Did I write I'm yes. in tune in With, tune my, with body. my body What did you
0: mean by that I really am <sighs> Yo, when I turned 30, I felt like a switch went on I
1: can't wait, for me, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, oh, when I'm turning 30 in January Oh my word But like, I can already feel the process, I know it's not uh, going to be an instant But I can feel the process of how much I am tuning
0: into yes. my, myself So okay. that's why I'm just like, what does that mean? What did you mean? Um, yo, in hindsight, so I always like speaking in hindsight Yeah. In hindsight, now I look back, I'm like, I was, I was working on it Gross uh, is very messy, right? Yeah, yeah yeah, hey, before 30 was messy. Guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Growth is messy. And when you get to that point where it makes sense, yeah. it's like, that was 30. It was like on the day, something just went click. <laughs> it was just like, oh, it's been here all oh, along. This has been me this whole yeah, time. Yeah. But I think about it and how intentional it was. Like, I found my <clears throat> my one therapist who, like, she literally changed my life uh six months before my birthday yeah so i was in therapy for a long time before i turned 30 um you know just going through all of that stuff that i needed to take out my rule stuff Mm. and even just discussing him it wasn't a big thing yeah he wasn't it yeah it was more around the childhood stuff Mm. before 30 i i didn't love myself the way i love myself now sure um I you know, I lacked a lot of self love and a lot of confidence. Mm. Um and I always looked for it through validation of my marriage, which is wow. now in hindsight. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Not even through other people. Like yeah. for <laughs> Not even through other people, through other things. But truthfully speaking, like because I got married young, I'd always be like, Baby, what are we doing? What are we doing together? Mm. Wanna, like Yes. Senza, yes. Like, like it always has to today, be in. You know, <gasps> and when it didn't happen, I'd my world
1: would it's just like Shatter. I just saw while you're there quickly. I saw net an ana- we watched a video um, by Casey Neist- Neistead, um with his wife, and they made an analogy of marriage. And he put two circles together, and you know how they intertwine. Mm-hmm. And he said that small piece in the middle, yeah, that's the us. Yes. But take everything care of, else, yeah, like take care. Have you yes. have you, and then we come together. But once it's more of the one or yes. more of the one, then it's we which is like it's like click like, oh, yes. ok. So the us is just the coming together of the, the 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 different parties. But
0: everyone has to have their own identity. Yes, continue, so gaining my own identity, thirty is when i I literally got in tune with myself. and mm. I say my body there, but it was mm. actually myself, like, I could feel it would say, no man, this is who you are. Mm. Like, you know, start appreciating the person you're with. But I also don't take for granted the, the years yes. and the experience that I've go through, right? Yeah. They were very necessary. But um, it took me so long to realize that I didn't need validation from this thing. I didn't need validation from my businesses. Mm. Um, I'd gained fruitile had literally, I'd put my identity in fruitile That's yeah. why it was so difficult, difficult for to me let go. Yeah. to let go. It yeah. felt like a literal. Grief and loss yeah. I was just sitting in it And mm. like I'm a failure
1: Yeah And we have to separate ourselves From our business Someone yes. told me that Miles I and mean. is like You're not your business you Yes know? And I was like
0: Don't say that I am <laughs> No you're not And yeah. that's the biggest lesson That Fruitsal gave me It taught me that I'm not my business Yeah I need to have a separate identity From it Because the moment I lost the business I couldn't think And dream outside of I couldn't function sure. I was sure. like I, I, I attached the failure to my... I was like, I'm a I'm failure. I'm the failure, yeah. And it's I not am me. Failure, yeah. It's not me. Now, sure. I'm like, no, I'm not the failure. It was the business, but it wasn't even a failure. Sure. It was just a stepping the stone process, into other growth, things, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, um, from there, like, I now go on, like, solo holidays. Mm. I take solitude in being by myself, um, one thing my therapist would all, always um, try and tell me, and like appreciate, is one, reward yourself. Yeah. So for the longest time, and the the biggest issue is, we no one validated us, mm. right? Um, we love the way that we're validate. We mm. were validated in the past, mm. um, and. I was never validated as a kid. Yeah. So now as an adult, you're looking for that validation, looking for validation outside. You're looking everywhere. Even yeah. with reward, like good things that you do. So if Feed My Tribe has a campaign, you don't even celebrate that stuff. You yeah. don't even say, I did really well. Yeah. So she was like, you need to go out. Take yourself out for a piece of cake. If you do something really well that day, let's say you sat on your balcony and enjoyed that moment. Yeah. Go out and say, wow, okay, I'll have a chocolate cake just to celebrate this little moment. It's something to celebrate and you're validating the moment, you're validating yourself um, and your presence and your growth. So, um, it was literally that like this, I know 30 onwards is my growth phase and it has nothing to do with anyone. Like I cannot explain the journey to you. I I cannot explain the journey to my husband or my kids, but they know, they can see it, they can feel it, um, And it's where I'm most comfortable. I've never felt more comfortable than I am right now. Wow. I love that.
1: How, and I I think we almost touched on this, but, and I'm going to tie these three questions in one. (laughs) You're going to try and answer me. One, in January, you spoke about discomfort, Mm -hmm. right? And I am going to ignorantly or assume that it had to do with the writing process, right? Of the book. So... What? How was that? What was that? If you're comfortable to share, what was that discomfort that you were experiencing? Um, how was the writing process for you? And uh, it's important to us because it's we don't want to make it seem like you arrived at thirty and life was blessed and no. the growth is done. So, um, yeah, So the to summarize, the question is. How was that discomfort? How have you worked through it? Or how are you working through discomfort to the writing process? And number three, how do you maintain sexy yeah. and, your, <laughs> and your cookbook? So tell us, if we use your cookbook and use the ingredients, <laughs> will I look like will that? Will
0: I look like that? That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the discomfort. Yes. Uh, discomfort um, comes from growth. Yes. <laughs> Like you said, it's messy. So yeah. Um that's where I am right now. Mm, mm. So I'm in the growth phase of my life mm-hmm. and that brings about discomfort. Yeah. And a certain uneasiness. Yeah. Like like, <laughs> you can it's like a snake it's shedding. It's good a, for you, but it's like, like a muscle ache. Yeah, yeah. A, a snake shedding its skin. Yeah. It's it's uncomfortable. Like yeah. if you've ever seen the process, it yeah. looks uncomfortable, yeah. right? And the discomfort is that. Like there are things in my life that I know I need to do. Mm. but it's not easy Mm. growth is not easy Mm. like it's a gradual thing like if you're saying you're putting in the work now you'll only see it like a year from now two Mm. years from now Mm. because it's the little seeds but you must continue like you're
1: (laughs) you're saying that but life continues yeah right yeah while you're
0: planting these little seeds the one percent every day i always talk about the one percent it's not about the big like changes that you make in your life that's why uh, I spoke about discomfort mm. because I'm not making big drastic changes mm. because life doesn't work that mm. way. And especially when you, you seek validation, yes. like you want the, your your daily efforts to show. But yes. it's like, oh, ah. you want the big changes. I'm um, the same. Yeah. Like I'm very extreme. strict in my ways and yeah. I, I'll be extreme sometimes. Yeah. And like I'm leaving coffee. <laughs> child, don't do that. Don't Just do that. Drop child. a cup. Just like a cup a day. <laughs> like, <calm down. laughs> One cup a day. <laughs> same yeah. way I talk about exercise. Like, <laughs> calm down. You're not going <laughs> to... Start exercising, go on a diet, like, is, someone tweeted, good. Woman, one thing, w- woman guys. what are you training for? <laughs> no, no, they really do. But like I'll be like, guys, one thing at a time. One thing so at a time. time. The discomfort comes from knowing that there's more sure. that I need to change, but I absolutely cannot make all of these changes at all once.
1: Because wow. changes
0: also affect other people's lives. Yeah. It affects yours too. Yeah. So it's about the little seeds that I'm literally every day, the one percent that I'm giving and putting into my life in order to for the change to become big at some point, sure. So that's uncomfortable. Yeah, growing is uncomfortable. Mm. It's like being in a crawler. Mm. I'm now coming out of that crawler. Mm. Um, rising process. Rising process. Um, Whoo, sure. The rising process was difficult in that you don't see what you're doing. Mm that it's
1: that like, growth it's that discomfort again it's yeah it's like
0: i don't know what i'm okay i'm yeah. writing yeah Ooh, what yeah Wait, right <laughs> so i'm sitting there writing the writing process for the book um absolutely enjoyed it um because of the results that i see now, now. because so in, hindsight <laughs> in the pro in writing the yeah. book i kept saying "Ooh, what would a put me like like mm. what's her lifestyle hmm. mm. then i'd read questions from people like "Ah." Uh, you know, how do you maintain your weight? And I'm like, okay, people clearly want to know about this weight. Yeah, we have a way. <laughs> like, let me write something yeah. about it. Yeah. And then I had a whole chapter on salads. Mm. But I was like, sexy salads. Mm. Because, I, you know, I want to sit here and lie to you guys and say I eat green salads and boiled eggs. Yeah, I, I keep don't. It sexy. Right? Yeah. I keep it sexy. I keep it cute. Yeah. I try and have it balanced. So yeah. Here are the salads or what I eat if I am trying to lose weight. Mm. If I if I do go on a diet, mm. per se, which I don't. Um. So writing... Was quite um, a strenuous process. It was uncomfortable n- not knowing what the book was going to look like yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, but now that I know the 1% that I put in every day, like, okay, this person would like this. This is how I'd like to incorporate uh, the things in my book. I don't want to be a typical black, black girl doing black girl recipes. Yeah. I need to, you know, give you guys something more. Makes so, sense, yeah. Uh, it's about what are, what are we doing? What are we looking for as young mm. people? Are we looking for date night treats? Mm. What can I make for my girlfriend? What can I make for my wife? What yeah. can I make for my husband? Yeah. Um, those sort of <laughs> ideas and conversations that I was having with myself and incorporating it into the book. That was uncomfortable at the time.
1: The, actually, the date night stuff. I was just thinking <coughs> this morning because uh, when you because we normally go out for date night. Okay. But now it's winter, and yes, I don't. I, frankly, I don't even like going out. Yeah. So even going out, and I was just thinking maybe for the next four eight weeks, every Thursday night, yes. so every Tuesday night, we should do a recipe, and yeah. we can swap out because Brendan likes cooking. I oh, like cook. Then you can swap out together. Yeah, yeah. And then that's that's date night. Nobody has to leave the house. Yes. We don't have to order. It's fun.
0: Yeah. I was also very intentional about the book. So if you look at it, yeah. It's got a lot of like beautiful, sexy pictures. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, so a lot of guys would come to me and say, I know how to cook. It's just the stereotype of. <laughs> yes, yes. No, yes, yes. a stereotype of men shouldn't be cooking in their yeah, houses. Yeah. Um, it should be women only. Yeah. Uh, a lot of men actually cook, guys. Yes. In a lot of households. Yes. My husband is a, I think he's a better cook. Yeah. Me. So for now, you know, when the husband goes to the store, he's yeah. like, hmm, this looks nice. Yeah, I could make a yeah. few recipes from yeah. that. But when you open the book, you realize he could actually like be put, making stuff from there. Steaks. Yeah. Burgers. Yeah. Stuff that could accommodate everyone. Um, so that chapter is exactly I that. that, Yeah. Um, so writing the book was um, a process in itself. I had to... Did it change you as a person? Mm. Yes. Okay. It changed me. I, The discipline was there, but yeah. it required more discipline. So yeah. I had to sacrifice a lot of uh, family time that I normally would have spent with them. Um, also seeing food and understanding the psychology behind food so while I was writing the book I was in therapy and I speak to my therapist a lot about like the ideas that I had and we're just talking like you know it's it's so strange how our relationship with food is so messed up um good or bad uh yeah it must be either or it's either good or bad it's Mm. never in between it's never a beautiful relationship Mm. I remember she once told me um I'm like ah I'm going to gym now but like you know every time I eat something bad I feel so horrible but I want to reward myself and she's like sometimes If you're having a burger Just eat the burger And say this burger Is good for me Like it's good for me It's not gonna change my body It feels good It's going into my system Sure Because the moment You start uh, changing Your mindset and healing Like your mind speaks right Mm. So whatever you put inside your body will start speaking through and speaking wow. to the rest of your body. Wow! So I started doing that with food. Like this is good for me. I will sure. have a little bit of it. Like I'm saying, I won't have a whole packet of sweets.
1: Yes, but a little bit is it's, is good for me. It's, it's good for you. Me. It's good for
0: your soul. Um, yeah. So yeah, while I was writing the book, I was in therapy, and we'd have a lot of those conversations about just our relationship with food as Black people. We feed our kids what we think we've got and is sustainable for them, mm. right? It's not like have a holistic view on food and if I could take that book to like my grandparents and to people in the townships who mm. don't have a lot mm. just to show them like guys we need to eat more yeah, balanced meals yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and at the time you're thinking that's all I've got but yeah you've actually got more, you've got if, you more. Make, if you've got a cabbage but turn it into something else that's more fun yeah yeah or more cabbage less more cabbage less pap. <laughs> you know that sort of mindset yeah. but like 1%. 1%. Get teach get one much. person. So yeah. I was telling a brand, if you teach one person, they can pass it on to the next. It sure. doesn't need to be this whole big campaign and yeah. this whole big koo-ha. Yeah. 1%. And, and then,
1: then your meals? What about them? Uh, uh, are we going to be sexy? <laughs> <laughs> your ingredients? Gosh. How selective are you? Oh, my word. Okay. It's a real thing. And I I, I think we can't pretend like we don't want the the body we don't want to the nutritious meals we don't so to me it's important like okay when you came up with your recipe and if i make your recipes every day and i'm trying to teach myself (laughs) about eating and i am trying to stay in shape what's happening what is your what what was your if you make my meals every
0: day you're gonna (laughs) gonna roll out of it (laughs) no i promise you i have no secret yeah. i have no diet like if you'd come and live with me or train you spoke to maps yeah there is no it's about consistency okay so when people come to me and say okay i eat well but like you're this trimming thing how do you wake up every day yeah. and i'm like just walk like please don't That's, try and yeah yeah walk. walk yes yes if you start i just one walk every day yeah It'll change everything 1% Yeah It'll change your whole life So with me it's about being balanced Okay Sexy salads in the recipe book Definitely Will help you get there Yeah Um, Less sugar in your meals Less salt um, Knowing when to say no Mm. And when it's enough Mm. And portion control, right? Portion yes. control, portion control yes. thing. Yeah. Portion control. Yeah. And also enjoying foods that you like. You like Don't yeah. go on a cabbage diet. Yeah. If you Like, don't I like won't cabbage. do like
1: your prawn thing because I'm not a seafood
0: person. There you go. There you go. No, no. But like, you want to go on a cabbage or egg diet because <laughs> no one can sustain <laughs> <Some> themselves. <laughs> so like, make it colorful. Like, yeah. make your meals colorful and fun. Yeah. And then, enjoy, like, involve the family in it. Um, and I think, yeah
1: yeah I love what you said that if you don't like a cookies and Dimbi take a walk if you don't walk. like taking a walk do find something if you don't like a salad have a veg we'll... yes and and it's, a, it's
0: it's it's a small incremental change like yes that over time you start making yeah so if you do love bread it's fine yeah carbs carbs are carbs not are good for they're carbs not, are not the enemy. <laughs> they're not the enemy yeah but don't have it now for supper breakfast yeah. lunch you <laughs> know you're not gonna okay. eat the whole loaf the whole day yes it's about yes. balance and finding you know just balance in your meals and yeah. you're gonna reward yourself once a day just try and take that down a notch and also supplement it with exercise, whatever form that oh, is. True. Then what and what is good for you? And be consistent. Yeah. Consistency Guys.
1: is the one. That 1% every day. 1% every day. Oh, you're amazing. We're going to end you. this. Please, you have to be short. Otherwise, I'm, uh, like I'm losing I can't my marriage. Be short. Here. I'm I losing my too marriage. Much. <laughs> <laughs> Three books or podcasts that you recommend? Oh, you go,
0: love podcasts. Okay. Three books. Okay, one book. Wait, let me let me mix it you up. You can mix it, I'm it up. I'm going to mix it up. Okay, mix it up book that changed oh my life green lights by matthew mcconaughey <gasps> that is
1: my oh, favorite book ever. oh my god
0: <laughs> i couldn't put Love it that down book. i couldn't i'm reading it again
1: are you reading it again I i'm, I'm reading, reading it again i think i'm gonna go read it again. because that book <gasps> i know it literally went and you're like laughing and crying and like all changing your life all at the
0: same time All at the same time okay. green lights. after reading green lights i said to my husband you can take your sabbatical you can go <laughs> bye you can go to yeah, go you can go, to that go eat cricket <laughs> do what you need to do do what you need to do okay green lights yeah. mcconaughey um oh, oh, podcast oh, okay um Jay Shetty. I'm trying okay. to think between Oprah and Jay Shetty. I listen to Oprah more, yeah, but Jay Shetty. Both of them,
1: we like them. We you, like you don't both have of to them.
0: Choose, yeah. And then uh, let's say a last book that really was good. I'm currently reading Who Moved My Cheese, and every page that I'm turning into is just like it's about growth. That's the
1: one book Brendan finished, and he raves about it. every time. Uh, favorite
0: yeah. books, he goes and, for that. And one. I think it's really relevant for my life right okay. now. And I think once you get to a point in your life where a lot of things are moving, yeah. It's, it's the perfect book. With my cheese. Okay. Yeah. A quote you live by. I, hmm, do I live by a quote? I don't live by any quotes. I live, okay. I live, give I give us a quote that you just think is amazing. So you're only in control of two things in life. Uh, it's how you respond to a situation and mm-hmm. how you react. Mm-hmm. Um, and based on how you respond and react, it will then move the trajectory of your life and the situation According sure. to how it's supposed to be So you can control two things You can only respond. control two things, how you respond And how, and you, how react. you react Yes. Anything after that is actually ordained by God yes. Okay A
1: wi- Now you're going to fill in the sentence A wise woman once said <laughs> <Stopped>. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> what you mean I Stop
1: <laughs> <sighs> You can be the wise woman
0: I really can, but I'm so controversial. <laughs> Jesus. Be controversial, it's okay. We oh. welcome different ideas. Okay, a wise woman once said, it's okay to change. Mm-hmm. Um, don't put yourself in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wise woman is me that's saying, you're not defined by your marriage and your friendships. Yes. You are defined by yourself and no one externally should tell you how to act behave or be in any situation
1: I love that so perfect we love you I love you (laughs) let's go cook high five well done that was amazing